Jenny Carlson. I'm Barry Trammell. Welcome to the Jenny and Barry Show. Oklahoma State put a lone star state-sized bow on its 2023 season by beating Texas A&M in the Texas Bowl and capping the year with 10 wins. The bigger gifts, though, may be the number of Cowboys returning for the 2024 season. We'll look backward and forward this week. But first, we want to say thanks to these sponsors for supporting the Jenny and Barry Show. The Oklahoma Ford Dealers Association, MidFirst Bank, NextGen Roofing, Two Fellows Movers, the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum, 988, Oklahoma's Mental Health Lifeline. Drive into your best in Oklahoma Ford dealers today for the best deals on Ford's full lineup of trucks and SUVs. Ford is the best in Oklahoma. And hey, let's face it, if you're moving, a box of pizza and a case of beer just don't work like they used to. Nobody wants to help you. But we know two fellows that love moving. At Two Fellows Moving Company, we offer free, no-strings quotes for your move. With more than 20 years' experience, we've pretty much moved it all. Our services don't end up moving either. Need to do some remodeling or spring cleaning? We have you covered with dumpster rentals and junk haul services. Remember, quotes are free and there are no strings attached. If you're moving in Oklahoma, make sure to call the fellas. Visit twofellas.com for your free quote today. All right, Bear, you and I were there in Houston at the Texas Bowl. I somehow made it through without calling it the Houston Bowl, which I thought was going to happen about 17 times. But before we start uh, looking back at the Texas Bowl, can we start by looking forward because the Cowboys, Brendan Presley, the latest to say he's coming back, there really haven't been any major post-bowl defections for Oklahoma State. Basically, the only thing we don't know at this point is Alan Bowman's future with the Cowboys. This has got to be as much of a late Christmas gift for Mike Gundy and the Cowboys as they can imagine. They're bringing back nearly every starter from this team, Barry. Well, it's it's sort of wild, isn't it? I mean, you go back two years and Mike Gundy was properly touting his his culture, his program, his stability. Uh, even going back further, Mike Holder had talked about, you know, building a program where you know, an athletic department where people want to come and stay. They want to be a part of it. They feel at home. And that seemed to be what Mike Gundy was doing in football, had done. And then last year, all of a sudden, you know, the gates open and, and people are running for freedom. They lose eight, uh, basically eight starters in the portal. And you think, what's, what's things have collapsed in Stillwater? A year later, stability, uh, serenity now. So it is a great story for the Cowboys. They're coming off another strong year, 10 and three. Appears everybody's coming back. Uh, it is, it is a, uh, it's a great turnaround, a great rebound for, for Gundy's program. Except now, of course, the quarterback question with Alan Bowman. So, um, yeah, whatever, whatever was in the water a year ago, they've, uh, you know, they've pro- put the proper chemicals in. Everybody's uh, drinking healthy now and everybody seems content. Yeah, it, it, it's been it's been remarkable. You know, last year we saw a pretty big uh, exit right after the regular season's over. Then after the bowl game, we saw a second wave of exits, and that really uh, took some more starters and and you know important role players out of the mix for the Cowboys. So, you know, you're never you're never completely out of the woods when it comes to the transfer portal. That window remains open at this point for transfers. So somebody could announce at some point, you know, today, tomorrow. We just don't know. Uh, there'll be another transfer window open uh, around spring football. So it's not like the Cowboys are set 100% when it comes to that 2024 roster. But to me, Barry, it looks like when 
when Ollie Gordon said he was coming back, he made that announcement publicly on Christmas Eve. Uh, you know, a huge announcement for the Cowboys, huge announcement for the fan base. But it seems like that the, the players knew he was returning before he made it public. And you're you're just getting the sense like that was that was kind of a linchpin, you know, with him coming back. He saw the offensive linemen in, in pretty rapid succession say that they were coming back. You know, then these guys that are, you know, you didn't know about, you didn't know about Presley. Um, I thought Kendall Daniels and Colin Oliver were potential NFL uh, targets. I thought both of them would do well to come back, but I thought they might test those waters. Instead, they're talking about, um, you know, next year and, and continuing to build on the 2023 season. So it really feels like as, Ollie Gordon said he was coming back. It's just the momentum is just built from there, Barry. I mean, I, I and I guess we could see some guys leave. I mean, it could still happen, but it really feels like there's just a lot of positive momentum with these guys talking about, hey, what's possible in 2024? And we'll get to that in a second, but it does seem like a lot is possible with so many of these guys coming back. Yeah, I just think the whole season, um, the way it played out, with the rough start and and connecting back to the portals and the finish in 22 and you think you think what's happened to the program and for the for the Cowboys to rally in October the way they did and finish the way they did and uh, produce a 10 and 3 season a bedlam victory a bowl victory over Texas A&M I mean you know okay I mean the, the Sooners I mean sorry the Cowboys played the Sooners the Longhorns the Wildcats of Kansas State, the Texas A&M Aggies. They played all four of those this year and beat three of them in a year in which they started off with a, with a loss to South Alabama. So, you know, whatever the, you know, whatever the surgery was, whatever the, whatever the rehab was, it was tremendously effective. And to have this much success and this much momentum going into the new look Big 12 just has to thrill everyone involved in Stillwater from the players to the support personnel to the to the marketers to everybody I mean just the arrows are moving up when not that long ago you were sitting around thinking you know what else is going to fall on our head yeah lots of exclamation marks right now when there were a lot of question marks uh, not too long ago even like you say even this season a lot of reasons for that. One of the remaining question marks, you alluded to this a second ago, Barry, Alan Bowman, sounds like the the process has started. He has asked the NCAA for a, another year of eligibility. It would be his seventh um, because of injuries and such. There's a chance that he gets it. But do you, I mean, we we can't know. I mean, the NCAA does what it does, and lots of times it's a bit of a mystery. But do you have any sense of the likelihood that Alan Bowman gets that extra season? And, you know, let's not forget, they've got Zane Floors, uh, who was a true freshman this last year, sitting, waiting. Uh, we've seen Garrett Rangel play some. I thought he looked better this year. So they've got some young quarterbacks waiting. How does Alan Bowman, the whole situation, impact the future of that position? So a lot of questions there. Sorry, I've thrown a lot at you. But the likelihood of this and – I mean, are the Cowboys, is it 100% that they would want Alan Bowman back? I think it is 100% that they would want Alan Bowman back. I think you want a veteran quarterback, um, a guy who's been as successful as Bowman. Hey, let's, let's just be honest about Bowman. He's not an all-star. 
He's not, he wasn't all Big 12 candidate this year. He's not likely to be next year. But he's a good quarterback. He's a veteran quarterback. And he's proven that he can, he can get through uh, some difficult times. He won a uh, Bedlam shootout. He uh, played well in the bowl game. He directed and led the team through some, some rough times and, and, uh, or some rough opponents, beating Kansas, Kansas State. And let's say this. The rough, the, the rough start, you know, r- closer than should have been victories over Central Arkansas and whoever I'm forgetting, uh, Arizona, Arizona State, State, and then, and then uh, the demoralizing loss to South Alabama. That wasn't on Alan Bowman. He was in the, he was in the uh, three-way uh, rotation that Mike Gundy conjured up. You know, I actually was – most of the rest of you guys were on Gundy pretty good about that. I've thought, well, let's see what happens. And what happened was it didn't work at all. But, <laughs> you know, you can't lay that on Bowman. Start, no. Bowman was handed the reins against Iowa State. They look like a football team in Ames. And they look like a football team the rest of the year, except for Orlando. But um, so when Alan Bowman was quarterback in the Cowboys, things were in pretty good shape. I think yeah. you got to want that guy back with all these veterans, with all this potential going into the 2024 season. I would agree with that. And I think it could, I think it could lead to some of those uh, younger guys potentially transferring. I mean, quarterback position is the one that guys transfer. That's the position with the most movement. But to me, that's probably the best reason why Oklahoma State should want Alan Bowman back because there's going to be good quarterbacks available in the transfer portal. There's zero doubt that if, Zane uh, Floors leaves, if Garrett Rangel leaves, that they're going to be able to go. Now, maybe they'll be thin this next year. They might be uncomfortably thin if both of those guys leave because we already know Gunnar Gundy's in the portal. So who who else do they have? Who do they lean on if Alan Bowman gets hurt? They may not have a good answer there, and that could be a little bit scary with all of the other parts that they've got. You want to have some, you know, you want to have as many ducks in a row as you can, but Long-term, while I know it's painful to see a good recruit who you never even got to see get a chance and potentially transfer, the way this portal situation is, I think you've said it before, Barry, no team should be without a good quarterback. Now, they may not have quarterback depth, but because of the way the portal is, nobody should be without a good quarterback. So even if Alan Bowman comes back, the chance to get another good quarterback seems high with the way the portal is. Yeah, I would be surprised if the Cowboys lost both of the young quarterbacks. If you're Rangel and, and, um, Floors. and Zane Flores, between the two of them, I mean, maybe a lot of people know, but those two know, I think, which one has the upper hand going forward in their minds. And maybe not, maybe not, but I think one of them knows who's you know, on the pecking order. Yeah. And whoever it isn't, might might take off um, fairly soon. Uh, could be waiting to see on the Alan Bowman situation. But if you're the guy that thinks he's got the upper hand in that in that young quarterback duel, I don't know that I would leave. I mean, yeah. you're not Alabama's not going to bring you in to start. So if you're going to go somewhere and start, it's going to be someplace at a lower level. You might be better off waiting on the uh, on the Alan Bowman decision and the Alan Bowman. Uh, eventual departure. He's not going to get an eighth year, I don't think. So, you know, you know, Gundy is pretty, 
Gundy is pretty partial to his veterans. You know, I go back to remember when Drew, Drew Brown came in in 2018, uh, and uh, he was a transfer from Hawaii. A lot of good resume stuff on there. Yeah. And had the true freshman Spencer Sanders coming in. Wonderful recruit. Turned out to be a really good player. You know, if you remember that going into that year, people were clamoring for for Drew Brown and and Spencer Sanders and Gundy. All of a sudden, at media Big Twelve media just said, you know, Taylor Cornelius is our quarterback. In case anybody wants to know, he's our quarterback. And we thought, why? What? There's not. <laughs> Turned out Taylor Cornelius is a really good quarterback. He's still playing in the Canadian Football League. So yeah. Gundy likes veterans. Uh, Corn Dog was in his fifth year. So. Um, if these guys are a little bit patient, they one of these guys will probably be the quarterback in 2025, maybe the quarterback in 2024. Yeah. But I think uh, Gundy's ideal would have Bowman in 24, and then the floors Rangel, uh winner in 25. Yeah, and and as for whether Alan Bowman will get that year, I don't have a good sense of that. I don't think the Cowboys do either. I asked Mike Gundy. Uh, at the end of the Alamo Bowl press conference, what he knew of the process. He said he really didn't have a sense for when that could be decided. I mean, I think, I think most people would assume it's not going to linger forever, you know, that they're going to have to make some sort of decision, uh, you know, before too awful long, because obviously the, the, the spring semester getting, getting started most places here pretty soon. So I wouldn't think it's going to be forever before we know, but I do think that's going to be, um, obviously that's a huge, huge piece of the puzzle, but you know, as we talk about all these guys returning Barry, I'm wondering, and we're talking about the portal as well. OSU it seems like even teams that have a lot of guys returning are still active in the portal. You almost have to be, if you want to stay, uh, stay up with everybody else. So for Oklahoma state, they have all these guys returning so many starters, but what are the areas you feel like OSU should be looking to target as that portal is open? Well, I think um I think Cowboys ended up pretty thin at wide receiver. Now, they t- tend to be really talented at wide receiver, so they might be okay there e- either way. I don't know that you can ever have enough defensive linemen. Cowboys went through a string there what 3 4 5 years ago where they had a lot of depth at defensive line and it was just a surplus that they really enjoyed. They don't really have that anymore. They're not bad there, but uh, you know I don't know if you can get a difference maker in the defensive line, so you might be just looking at depth. Uh, linebacker is always a, a concern. Uh, they've got a lot of defensive backs. They don't have a ton of great proven defensive backs when you get past Kendall Daniels. Uh, but, you know, people like Lyric Rawls it will be back from from injury. So. I don't see just the ultimate pressing need. I really don't. Um, I just think fortifying the depth would really help. Maybe a tight end, you know, maybe that's it. Maybe a tight end because the Cowboys rediscovered their tight ends a little bit with Cassidy and Josiah Johnson this past season. Uh, Josiah Johnson from UMass turned into a really good player. Dang Cassidy made a great catch in the, in the Texas Bowl. They hardly ever throw to him for all these years. Then he's running a crossing route near the goal line and makes a leaping catch. A really big play. So uh, they, they found their love affair for tight ends again. So maybe that's it. Maybe go find a tight ends ready to play. 
Yeah, I mean, I think anytime the portal opens, I think teams, Power Five teams, have to be looking. I think they have to be looking for guys that work. And, you know, obviously, Oklahoma State lost a lot in the portal. I don't know that they matched it, you know, talent for talent, but they went out and got guys that mm-hmm. made things work this year. So they clearly have a system that, you know, that that is working for them. And I think it is built around guys that are coming from, uh, lower lower levels, whether that's group of five or even lower, uh, even different divisions. I mean, Leon Johnson is prime uh, example of that, a guy that turned out to be a fantastic player for them. They'd love to have not burned his red shirt, and I think we all saw why. That guy's big time. But clearly they have got a system figured out of ways to go get guys that can help them, that they can continue to develop. So I'm sure they're looking – I think getting a veteran guy for the secondary, uh, you know, to play one of those cornerback spots, whether to start or to come in and reserve would be really good. Um, you know, we watched the, the national semifinals with Washington and there was Jabbar Muhammad making all sorts of plays. And you think, oh, gosh, if he was still in Stillwater, would have made a huge difference in the secondary. So I'm not saying they can go get a Jabbar Muhammad clone, but if you can go get somebody that's got some experience and is a pretty good player in the secondary. I think that could really help them and probably bolster those younger guys for you know to have somebody in their midst that they could look up to, that they could you know pattern themselves after, some of that sort of thing. I think receiver is going to be fine because Stribling's coming back, or we assume he's coming back after his injury. We see Rashad Owens playing big time. You see Brennan Presley. You can't you can't say no if there's a good guy to go get a receiver, but. I think that defensive secondary is an area that I would be looking uh, to bolster next year because I think this team's got a chance to to do some really good things, Barry. I mean, this team played for the Big 12 championship this year. I think that's the type of thing they could do again and win the thing, and we know college football playoff is is a possibility. So I think the ceiling for this team is pretty darn high. Yeah, and, you know, Gundy's – you mentioned this. Gundy's script for building – is hard to argue with. Now, it's frustrating at times, but he's re- he recruits the portal the way he recruits high schools, which he doesn't really waste time or effort on the marquee guys. So you mentioned Leon Johnson from George Fox or, you know, that's George right. George Fox right. from Leon George Johnson. Fox, it's not Leon Johnson <laughs> University. It's George Fox University. But a guy from George Fox, a guy from uh, Texas State, Dalton Cooper, was very good on the offensive line. Uh, the two guys from Tulsa, Anthony Goodlow and uh, Justin Wright. Wright got hurt. He'll be back, so that's good. Um, but he he went for he went for players outside the spotlight, and they they came through. Yeah. Gundy says that he won the portal last year. OSU won the portal. I would actually disagree with him. I think the total loss uh, did not match the total additions, but they certainly they certainly uh, tended the wound much better than I thought they would or could. So um, if they do that again, just go get four or five guys uh, that uh, may be outside, outside the, uh, the big list uh, that can add depth and, and you know, guy like Anthony Goodlow, he made a bunch of plays. He was a guy, they just, I I don't know that they would have had the season they had without Anthony Goodlow, who's from Dell city, went to Tulsa university of Tulsa, did a wonderful job for TU, did a wonderful job for the Cowboys finishes his college career without a lot of acclaim, but you know what? He helped TU play a lot of good defense. He helped OSU play good defense this year. So go get guys like that, 
And yes, I think I think Cowboys are in good shape to contend for the new look Big Twelve. Now, we saw the the Big Twelve is going to be wild. You know, it we say OU and Texas are leaving, so it's going to be easier to win the Big Twelve. In a way, that's true. But when you add teams, when you go up to sixteen, I mean, it wasn't that long ago that OSU's trying to win an eight-team league. Now and then it became ten. Uh, I'm sorry. Then it became 12, then 10, 14. Now it's going to be 16. They got to beat out 15 teams to win. Some of those teams are good. We saw Arizona in the Alamo Bowl against the Sooners. Utah plus the left, the, the holdovers, not the leftovers, the holdovers. Kansas State, Kansas is going to be good. Um, it's it's not going to be an easy conference year. to win. It's not going to be yeah. an easy conference to win, but the Cowboys should be in the running. Yeah, and for sure, you know, a lot of good vibes and I think good reason. I mean, I, I think that this is a team that, you know, when those preseason rankings come out for whatever they're worth, I think they're probably going to be as highly regarded as anybody in the in the Big 12. I mean, Arizona's probably going to be up there, but, um, you know, I think that most people would say, hey, this Oklahoma State team, especially if Alan Bowman gets granted that year, they've got so many starters back. You've got your quarterback back. You've got the best running back in the country back, you know, obviously they've got so much behind them. I think that's going to be, uh, you know, really enticing to people that are, you know, voting on preseason all big 12 uh, and the, 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 you know, big 12 uh, list of who's going to finish where uh, preseason polls, all that sort of thing. Then obviously you got to get into the season, Barry, as you look at this team, what do you feel like is the biggest thing that could derail all these high hopes for 2024? I mean, is it just that the Big 12 is so unknown? I mean, you're just so much unknown about the Big 12, and then you add in four new teams, and it becomes even more of an unknown? Is that the biggest thing, or are there other things that the Cowboys need to be aware of as they think about what could be in 2024? Well, I mean, I don't know. if I think we mentioned this name here in our 20 minutes of talking so far, but I don't really remember it. But they got a guy that's fairly important to the success of 2023. He's going to be fairly uh, important to the success of 2024, and that's Oliver Gordon. I don't even know if that's his real name. Maybe just straight Ollie, and if it is, I applaud you. Uh, Ollie, Ollie, oxen free. The health of Ollie Gordon is very important. Uh, basically, the Cowboys built an offense around him, and that offense produced. Not a ton of tailback depth right now. Hard to get portal depth in uh, when you got an Ollie Gordon who can carry the ball 30 times a game and wants to. So uh, I just always worry about one guy uh, carrying such a load, and then Cowboys were pretty lucky with his health this year. So. Uh, that would be to me the biggest concern is just not depth at tailback because he can't replace him. But keeping Olive, Ollie Gordon healthy, if he's still healthy with that veteran offensive line, I think Cowboys will be a contender uh, throughout the 24 season. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see because this team, you know, they, they obviously came into this year knowing that they needed to have a bounce back year. So, you know, this time a year ago, it was all about, you know, getting better and, you know, improving and every day and just the struggle to get back to a, a point where they are now. I mean, these guys put in a lot of work and a lot of belief, and then they had to do it again when the season started. So, 
so poorly for them. So really a lot of strain and struggle that they went through to get where they are. Now they, they see what has happened and people are telling them how good, like us, are telling them how good we think they're going to be. I think it's going to be a different kind of offseason that they're going to have to remember that yeah, they won 10 games. Yeah, they played for a Big 12 title. But this was still a team that wasn't – this wasn't a great team, Barry. This was a team that was good enough to beat anybody it played, but it was also good enough to struggle with anybody it played and definitely lose to anybody it played. So, And we were sort of reminded that of that in the Texas Bowl when they struggled to put away a decimated Texas A&M team in the middle of coaching changes – Uh, Their third string quarterback started, gets hurt the very first play. So, you know, they were going on their fourth team quarterback, and yet there the Cowboys were having to, you know, defend at the very end of the game to put it away. You know, I I don't know. Is that a cause for concern, or is that just kind of what this team is, a team that can beat anybody but could get beat by anybody? Yeah, I I think OSU was a good team. That that found that refound its winning culture. Uh, these are this is what OSU's been doing for quite a few years. You know the Weed and Blackman. They, that, those were powerhouse. That was a powerhouse team in 2011. But OSU's success since then has has not been dominant. They haven't been steamrolling good teams. They've just had a, a, a great rash of stability. They got great roots. Uh, they've got. Uh, head coaching and and staff coaching uh, continuity and they believe in themselves and they get things done. So um, that's what I think Mike Gundy's counting on going forward. And when you have veteran players, which they will in 2024, that generally leads to success. So I think I'm very bullish on OSU 2024, very optimistic, you know, in, in this, in this transfer portal, I got an email just the other day or uh, this morning from a, uh, from a guy that uh, I think he might even be an OU fan. I can't remember, but uh, I had that list of the, of the bowl records that Brennan Presley has set. The career, not just the big game at A&M, but you know, all the yards and catches he's had over his career. And he just said, you know, he said, you're not going to see that much anymore. A guy playing in four bowl games for the same team, and Brennan actually could make it five next year. But counting on guys who've been around a long time, that's not going to be the norm going forward. And that's something OSU can really take advantage of next season when you, get, when you look at guys like, like Brennan Presley. So um, I, think, I think the arrow is moving up, and I think Gundy's plan is working. It, it derailed a year ago. Uh, something happened to the culture of that team in 22. But it came back in 23, and it certainly looks like it should be intact for 2024. Yeah, and, you know, Oklahoma State was was a rarity during bowl season and that they didn't have a bunch of defections. You know, they, they didn't have right. coaching changes that, that uh, mixed around, you know, who was calling plays or doing what. You didn't have a bunch of opt-outs. You didn't have a bunch of transfers. And I think, you know, that's, it's not just that they were a sort of outlier in bowl season. I think you're right, Barry. I think next year they're going to be an outlier in terms of cohesion moving forward. Even, you know, really good teams will lose 
you know, players to the portal, lose players to the draft. Um, you're not really seeing that with this team, I, at least not yet. Again, I go back, as long as the portal is open, as long as there's time for guys to leave, it can still happen. We know that. So anything could change in that regard uh, until we get to that opening week. But I think that this is going to be a team that's going to be a rarity in college football. You just don't have a lot of teams that are as good as Oklahoma State looks like they could be that hold together through through years like this. So if they can really build on that, add some pieces here and there, I think with that 12-team playoff, this is a team that definitely has a chance to be in that mix. And boy, would that be fun if we had a, a team or two around here that would be in the mix for the college football playoff next year. Lots of fun. Well, hey, we'll talk about that and a lot more as the offseason really gets kicked off here. But that's all the time we've got for this week. Remember, college football never sleeps. And so Barry and I and our sellout crowd team will continue to cover the Cowboys throughout the offseason, whatever the offseason is. I don't even know if there is an offseason anymore. You can find our content at selloutcrowd.com as well as barrytrammell.com and jenny-carlson.com. And hey, if you want our content at your fingertips, we have got you covered. We're excited in 2024. We have a new app. It's available for iPhone and Android, and you can download it today. If this happens to be your first time hearing or watching us, be sure to subscribe to our show on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. And if you like what you hear, please leave a review. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time.